Hey, 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 bays. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another bonus episode of A Little Juju Podcast, the womanist witchy insight pod that dives deep into black pop culture, the black healing journey, and the ancestral spiritual systems that help get us free. This is the hashtag black ass spirituality show. And I am your host, Juju Bay. I am a psychic, a hoodoo, an orisha devotee, and a pesa be a rikiyana, but most importantly, a bad bitch witch. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Confirm, no say. And I'll never get play. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my bay to make them stay. Cause I hate when baby okay so here i am again on hiatus right y'all was like okay girl we, we let you slide last week you you gave us an episode we appreciate it thank you for the love for last week's episode and you know i'm i am still on hiatus but as we are raising money for this campaign, I was like, all right, let me do two episodes to talk about the campaign. And then I'm done. I mean, I'll do an update once we reach our goal, because I'm speaking that we will reach our 30K goal in order to keep a little Juju podcast coming back in order to make sure that this is not our last episode. So I will be back for an update. But I wanted to do yet another bonus episode. One, because I missed y'all. I can't stay away. But also to re-encourage folks and encourage new people to donate to a Little Juju podcast and to continue. So again, I'm going to tell another story this time. We're going to do a folklore episode this time from Madagascar. And I'm also going to talk a little bit about some superstitions that I found still in the vein of spooky season. I know it's November, like, okay, it can still be spooky, right? It's still pumpkins and stuff. So I wanted to talk about some superstitions that I found from South Carolina, specifically about birth and death and all of that. So we're going to get into that shortly. I must say, that this campaign has been running for a total of three days and we have raised almost a quarter of our 30k goal so as I'm recording right now when I see this we are at $7,053 and you all have helped me pay out I already sent an invoice to I already paid an invoice to my team from last season So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you who donated. And let's talk a little bit more about the donation so we can get into this episode. Hello, my beautiful listeners. So as you know, A Little Juju Podcast is currently on hiatus, but 
What you may not know is that this hiatus is largely due to financial insecurity and a lack of funding for the show. A Little Juju Podcast has grown so much since 2018. I'm talking like 15,000 listens in a month on one episode and well over 1 million listens total. So with this rapidly growing community, reaching out about episode topics and connecting with folks, it required an elevation of the show. I'm talking guest recruitment, audio engineering, script planning and writing, content development, transcriptions. I mean, the list goes on and on, ad placements. And so I thought I, I saw the team, a black queer femme disabled on team at that, to assist me in keeping up with this, this community, to keep up with the asks, and to also maintain my peace as an independent spiritualist and host of a podcast so in full transparency and attempts to maintain the show and to bring back weekly content I've incurred well over ten thousand dollars of debt and truly pushed beyond my financial limits to keep the show running and so I've fallen short on payments and have been financially in a hole for almost a year and, and suffering in silence and so I wanted to make you all aware of this and for this reason that's why I'm starting a thirty thousand dollar one dollar campaign to keep a little juju podcast afloat so this one dollar of your donation will go directly to paying off the alj pod debts from previous seasons which is around twelve thousand, and the rest of the funding will be given in a lump sum to my hard-working team to secure future episodes in a future season so of course you can donate more than one dollar but the reason that i chose a dollar is intentional because I wanted to suggest something that you won't hopefully miss too much. It's less than a latte or, you know, a loaf of bread, but to show that it is really bigger than a few people maybe donating a lot of money, but how we can all be a part and pass the collection plate and show what it really means to be and believe in communal support and care. So we've always been an independent show. It's always been a show that has been personally funded by me and through your support so I cannot do this without you. I wanted to intentionally bring you all into what's been going on because I've felt, you know, embarrassed and really sad about it, but still wanting to show you and give you all why you come back every week for a good show and for a little juju podcast so i'm encouraging you all to donate your one dollar or more to the gofundme the site is gofundme.com slash f slash a l j pod again gofundme.com backslash the letter f backslash a l j p o d pod that will of course be in the show notes i will have it linked on my social media as well But I just wanted to say thank you all so much for your continued, continued support. I'm so, so grateful to have such a strong listenership. And I pray that we can pull together and keep a little Juju podcast moving. Thank y'all so much. Okay, okay, let's get back to the story. So, y'all, I was in my research bag, as I typically am, constantly Googling things about our ancestors and superstitions and folklore, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I came across this resource, which also, let me add, there is a lot of books and articles and journals online, and a lot of folks have created 
I was going to say content, <laughs> not content, but literally archival libraries around things such as, you know, curses and superstitions and lore, like African-American lore. Now, black people may or may not have compiled these things, but regardless, there is a lot of resources online, particularly in like digital collections. And so for this is from the University of South Carolina. Um, university, uh, their libraries. And so they have a digital collection of uh, superstitions. It's called Faith Curses and Superstitions. I'll put it in the show notes. And it goes through, well, it's actually, this information was actually typed out on a typewriter, but someone has scanned it in. So we have the digital copies online. And so I'm going to read just some of these because I thought they were super interesting. Uh, When we think about hoodoo, when we think about some of the beliefs that show up in hoodoo which if you're new here an african which is an african-american tradition uh religion and really just way of life and living as a black american person particularly southern black american person and so yeah i just want to talk about some of the hoodoo that was going on in south carolina i don't see a date oh i'm, I'm sorry so they they collected this information, I do see a date, between 1936 and 1937, which is why it was typed on a typewriter. <laughs> and they interviewed different people who lives in York County, South Carolina, as far as I know, just York County. And this is a collection from the WPA Federal Writers Project on African-American life in South Carolina. So those kind of keywords can help you find some other kinds of collections, maybe in a different state or maybe your town. All right. So here are some bad luck omens from our good ancestors in York County. So number one, to carry out ashes on a Friday or between Christmas and New Year's Day is seen as bad luck. Two, to have Christmas decorations up after New Year's Day. I think that's so funny because in my family or just in my life growing up, I've always heard like, now why they got the Christmas decorations up? Like they need to take them down. But I just always thought it was a, just a general judgment of why people have not moved on (laughs) from Christmas and we're in the new year. But no, this, that could have come from, that judgment could have come from this idea that it is bad luck to do that. Um, Number three, to start anything on a Friday, that means you will never finish it. So don't start things on a Friday, they say. Number four, you tell this is country child to keep a crowing hen. I don't know about you, but whoever listened to this, we probably don't have a hen, but if that hen is crowing and it's not an ebo, meaning its neck ain't about to get chopped off for your benefit, (laughs) you shouldn't keep it. According to this, number five, to carry a hoe (laughs) or spade through the house. So don't be carrying the garden tools through the house. Number five, to dream of a gray hours is a sure sign of a wedding, but to dream of a black horse is death. What is a gray hours? Now I have to Google hours. What is a gray hours? Oh, I guess they meant horse. 
it says hours on here. Duh. I'm, okay. They mean they meant okay. So if you dream of a horse that's gray, somebody get married. If you dream of a black horse, somebody gonna die. Got it. Okay. Dreaming of clear water is good luck. Dreaming of muddy water is bad luck. That makes sense. To dream of snow is misfortune. Interesting. Number seven, never shake hands with your left hand. Now, people do that. What about the lefties? Left hand work, you know, that makes sense when we think about what left hand work means, which is typically the the work where we're trying to hurt somebody, what folks will call bad juju. That's called left hand. So it makes sense. And it says more, misfortune will come to both people when you shake with your left hand, according to this. Shout out to my lefties. If you drop a knife, a man will come to seek you. If you drop a fork, you will have a guest at your house that is a woman. Interesting. Um, they're also saying to cross your fingers when an owl hoots. Take off shoe and turn down. Oh, point your finger in direction of the sound and put poker in the fire squeeze wrist and the owl will stop hooting now that's a lot to do this quiet an owl but okay next one if two people wash hands together they will be friends forever oh and burn onion peeling to keep friends that's very interesting i love this idea of washing your hands with somebody it means that you'll be friends with them washing hands together is intimate and as someone who does weddings, uh, jujubay.com, you can reach out on my website if you want me to officiate your beautiful, loving ceremony. Um, so there are like wedding rituals where people wash hands together. I think that's super cute. Um, I'm going to go wash my hands with my friends so they are around me forever. And then burning onion peels is something that I've heard in hoodoo before, typically to get rid of like bad energy it's a form of cleansing like people burn sage people will burn onion peels um but love that it's really to keep the friends around and keep the girlies close cute okay here's um some other bad luck omens if sun is shining when it's raining stick a pin in the ground and you will hear a devil beating his wife i grew up here in that i think that is a very common phrase within a lot of african-american places and spaces um it's so violent but yes i've definitely heard that the next one if you see a red bird count to nine and money will come to you okay writing that down and oh kiss hand to it and you will see your sweetheart before night so if you kiss your hand when you see the red bird your boo gonna come period all right, so if you drop your dish rag, they're saying you may have some company come over if you drop your dish rag, okay? The next one, when you awake on the first day of the month, say rabbit, and you will have good luck all month. Okay, don't forget that, December 1st. If y'all don't say rabbit, <laughs> let me put, I'm gonna put that in, put that in y'all phone right now. Let's, let's test this out, let's test this one. We're going to say rabbit on the first of the month and see what happened. Uh, tweet me. It's Juju Bay on the first of the month. Say if you said rabbit, we're going to see what happened. Then tweet me. Hey, Bays. We interrupt this program to let you all know about a very important podcast that is dropping January 30th that I think you all will love. It is for black women and for those who love us. We flesh. And in this here space, black women be. 
This limited six-part series is hosted by Lisa Anderson of the Sojourner Truth Leadership Circle and artist Amakayla Gaston, and they explore the fullness of Black women's humanities with topics ranging from creation to managing a major business. We Flesh includes amazing interviews such as former Black Panther Party leader Erica Huggins to business leader and coach Susan Callender. New episodes are released every single Monday, so subscribe to We Flesh in whatever place you get your podcasts. Now back to the show. The end of the month. All right. They say it's bad luck to lend to land matcher to pay back salt. I don't know what that means. Also, because I'm looking at typewritten text that was scanned into a digital system, some of the words are blurring, so I don't actually know what that means. The second one says to dream of chickens. It doesn't say why, what happens when you dream of chickens. It just says to dream of chickens. And the last one I'll read from this page is to sneeze, I think, with your mouth full of food means sure that there is death in the family. Okay. Oh, I like this one. If you pour a cup of coffee and little bubbles remain at the top, you will surely receive some money. Let me go, let me go put the Bustello on, period. Okay, because I need to, let me go put the Bustello on so y'all can donate to keep the show going. <laughs> GoFundMe.com, backslash F, backslash ALJ pod. If you want to donate um, less than $5, you can cash up dollar sign I-T-S-J-J-U-B-A-E. Because I didn't realize GoFundMe don't let you donate less than $5. Boo. Um, when you first see a new moon, make a wish before taking your eyes off the moon and it will come to pass. Sleep under a new quilt the day it is finished. The dream you have that night will come to pass. I like that. I love, I love the idea of the quilts. And some of these things, it's like, you know, I don't know how many people out there are still making quilts, you know, to for us to even sleep under the quilt. But if you are, yeah. Um, if you don't want to get up early in the morning, hand a hairpin on your lamp chimney. <laughs> okay. If a spider hangs from the ceiling, it is a sure sign of a stranger in your home. I think that might be a sign of a spirit. That spirit could just be a Nancy child. But a Nancy. Also, just reminds me, there's a stranger in my house. Was y'all around for that? Took a while. See, Tamia just saw a spider. That's how she knew a stranger was in her home. Now what? When a baby is cutting teeth, rub its gums with hot rabbit brains. Okay, won't say that's too accessible, but okay. I'm going to read a couple more and then we will get to our story from Madagascar. oh my god okay when a new baby is taken from the room of birth for the first time take the baby out of the room upwards to make sure now listen up open your ears good people when a baby is taken from the room of birth for the first time take it upwards to make sure that it is a good christian amen (laughs) Ciao.
don't sweep under the bed of a new baby until it's nine days old. Okay, cool. It didn't say why. Just a birth omen. Never cut hair or nails with baby before one years old. It makes them steal. <laughs> Not the grooming making the baby steal, child. That's why people, so many people be stealing because y'all was cutting the baby nails, child. <laughs> and let me find one more before we move to our story. I like this. Mm. Okay, this won't be the last one, but a whistling girl and a crowing hen always comes to some bad end. That is why I was not allowed to whistle. My granddaddy was allowed to whistle. I say this all the time. My grandmother would always tell me not to whistle. I thought it was some patriarchal shit, and it very well could be as well as, and she's her people from South Carolina, a whistling girl is a bad omen. Hmm. Let's find one more. Let's find one more good one. Okay. A couple things not to do. Don't clasp your hands behind your neck. It's bad luck. It's bad luck to walk backwards. And to open an umbrella in the house. We probably heard that. To sing in the bed. I do that all the time. And do not pull your tooth on a Sunday, okay? <laughs> Thank you to our elders who were interviewed for this, these faith curses and superstitions brought to us by the good people in South Carolina, in York County, South Carolina. So before we close out this episode, I want to read a story. All right, so I came across this story online, just looking up different folklore, and I really, really, I liked it. It's cute, and it's short and sweet, and a good way to end the show, um, and it's called Why Death is Like the Banana Tree, and again, this is based on a folktale from Madagascar. So long, long ago, when God made the first people, God had a man and a woman was on the earth, and... God asked them, okay, I know y'all are new here, <laughs> okay, but when y'all die, would you rather die like the moon or the banana tree? I'm going to let y'all decide. And so the man and the woman didn't understand. They didn't understand God's question, so they couldn't answer because they really didn't know what death was. They didn't know the concept of what it meant to die. So what would it be like to die like a banana tree? What, what is a banana tree? And what would it be like to die like the moon? So they ask God these questions. And so God explains, well, listen, I've set it up so that the moon dies every month. Every month, you know, each day it gets slowly smaller and smaller and smaller in the sky until it's only like a tiny little silver sliver. But then it's reborn and it grows bigger, bigger every day until it is round and full in the sky. And every month it's the same. So the moon grows smaller and then it gets bigger in the exact same way over and over again. So the first people that are sitting there, they thought about that. And they're like, hmm, I don't know about getting smaller and then getting bigger and then getting smaller. But it is nice to know that we get to be born again. 
And so the woman asked, well, okay, well, what would it be like to die like the banana tree? God was like, great question. So the banana tree has to die and it will never come back. But first it puts out these green shoots that come from the bottom of the tree. And those shoots are rooted into the ground and they grow up to be a new banana tree. So before the dying banana tree actually dies, it helps create new life. So which one would you rather be? And so the first people, they sat there and they considered for a long time. Hmm. Like the moon or like the banana tree? So they talked about it all night long. They were like, God, we're going to get back to you. Talked about it all night long into the morning. They're looking up into the sky at the moon, which was beautiful and full. And they're like, maybe we should choose the moon because we never really get to die, die. But that seems like kind of lonely and maybe boring. And we would only just have each other for company and there would be no one else. But if we chose the banana tree, it's like we could bring more life into the world. And we grow old and we die, but we still get to see that new life be born. And so finally they made the decision and they went back to God and they decided to be born like the banana tree because they wanted to experience the joy and miracle of connection and love and bringing newness into the world through children. And so God was like, okay. And so that was the first choice. And so the two had many children together and their children had children and their children had children and their children filled their hearts with so much love and care until they died. And so they knew when they got old that they may never return to earth in the same way, but that they would always know that they were creating more room for new life. And that is how we got to pass. I hope you all enjoyed that very sweet story and I hope that it also can bring you comfort um, if you are grieving the loss of anyone, the passing of anyone. I hope that in, in some ways that can bring you some peace and I thank you for listening. I thank you for listening to our superstitions <laughs> in the beginning half and sticking with me to this story. Again, I want to say thank you to everyone who is a listener to the show, who supports the show via Patreon as a, as a really an investor of a little juju podcast, but also the folks who have hit me up on the GoFundMe, gofundme.com backslash the letter F backslash ALJ pod, who support the show and want to continue stories like these to keep us in rotation. Um, a little juju podcast just turned four years old on November 4th. So I thank you all for sharing the energy of abundance and love and care with me. Cause that ensures that she gets to grow old, that a little juju podcast gets to grow older than four. So thank you all so, so much. You can find me on social media at I T S J U J U B A E. You can find me on I'm pretty much everywhere on there. And again, please consider donating $1 or more to the GoFundMe or on Cash App, dollar sign I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E if it's less than 
five dollars because GoFundMe is not taking less than five dollars, but I am okay. I I'm accessible every coin counts okay so if it's less than five dollars feel free to hit the cash app i love you i appreciate you i hope to see you again soon in a new season um take care and remember all you need is a little juju later